happened 20 years ago. Uh, 20 years ago here in about nine hours on the East Coast. And uh, are you recording, by the way? Yes. Good, because if I say something that you feel like could be used, great. So it's 1134 right now, Friday night, September 10th, 2021. In about nine hours, 10 hours from now, 19 people from other countries are going to hijack five planes and change the world for the worst. And uh, how I remember mostly every aspect of that day 20 years ago. But like so how I want to do this and like I said, talk for a couple minutes, but I <clears throat> will go from youngest to oldest because CAC, I'm just I'm really interested. I've never heard you talk about this before being my brother. Um, do you remember where you were, what you were doing and how things went? Then it will go to me. And then, which I was a senior in high school, and then we'll go to TJ, who was, you were, were you at, uh, what, what, in Arkansas Tech, what is Votech at the time, right? I was, uh, Arkansas Valley Technical. In Arkansas Valley State. Technical, all yeah. right. So let's, let's do that. Just a couple minutes, Mr. Cack, uh, tell us about where you were, what you were doing on that day 20 years ago, everything that you can remember. And then uh, we'll go with me, and then we'll go to TJ. Yeah, so I've actually um, done this on stream before. We did it. Uh, it was either our first, our first month, or our first like uh, year of streaming or whatever. When when it uh, when we hit the anniversary, or maybe it was the second year. I can't remember um, that. But uh, as I was talking about, and it was fun to talk to. You know, fun relative uh to talk to reno because reno and i same grade um so we you know we pretty much had a shared experience with it but for me um i was in what ninth grade i was over in the ag uh so our school ninth grade isn't part of the high school uh it is part of what we refer to as junior high i know some people do like middle school and then the ninth through 12th is part of high school um but i was actually part of a the ag program which shipped us high or shipped us ninth graders out to the high school for a class to start off our first period and then we were bussed back uh to the junior high campus um, after that period was over and then rejoined a regular junior high schedule i did it just to just to do something different and get away even though i am the least ag person of all of agland in ozark but we were sitting there in class and it was you know it was a bunch of guys, a bunch of my friends, football players. So like we kind of cut up a whole lot. And then there were the truly serious ag students there um, that probably didn't appreciate us being there at all. Um, but one of my friends, his name is Tyler. We called him Ty. Uh, he just randomly in class said uh, a plane crashed into a building in New York. And we're like, that's the like, why would you even say that? That is the dumbest thing to even say. Like, that's not even funny. So we just kind of dismissed him because it was just this most outlandish thing that we've ever heard. On the way to the on, into the bus, we still hadn't received anything. So there was no TV on in the ag class. There had been no update at that point. So we were just on a bus going back to the junior high campus. When we got there, still just cutting up, having fun, having conversations. I walk into my second period class and the TV is on. Uh, and at that point in time... It and, and for the rest of the day, I don't think I went into a class and learned anything. I went into every class that day and it was just a TV on and seeing the ongoing news until it got to a point in some classes, uh, especially as the day progressed uh, and you got to see some of the truly horrific side 
uh, of it. So the people trying to flee out of the towers while they were in mid-collapse or before they started to collapse, uh, that eventually both the news and teachers felt like this is too much. Um, so all I really remember about is that, that the fact that I watched TV the entire day uh, and just kind of... <laughs> numbly went from class to class but there was really no actual focus on class for me um but that second period walking in uh it was i, I think social studies i can't even really remember that too much as it was just the fact that we walked in uh and like no one really said anything it's just we were glued to the tv as this information was happening and there was so much coming out at the time um and then being a ninth grader uh so i was 14 I think, uh, and it's just one of those things where it's like, it's really hard for my mind, like, it's a really hard subject in the moment at relatively young but old enough uh, to understand the, the value of human life and the tragedy that was unfolding and the realization of, like, what does this mean for us? Like, what's next? Is this going to stop? Because it seemed like once we've heard one thing, then another plane. And I think I legitimately saw that second plane crash into the tower on TV, and it's just like one of those things where like, is it, what is going on? Like, are, are any of us safe? Granted, lived in Arkansas, away from everything, but still, at 14 and seeing all of this happen and learning more news as it was coming out, learning that this wasn't an accident, especially after the second plane hit, uh, that this wasn't just, you know, a malfunction with some navigation, this just wasn't a faulty plane, this wasn't an engine blowing out, this was an intentional attack, it just was such a weird thing to try to process at that age. And with adults who also were having difficulty processing it at the school. So it, I just remember going through a day of school without actually going to school. Uh, and it all started off with just a friend saying, hey, this happened. And we're like, there is no way. That is the, the dumbest thing I could have ever heard anyone say. Uh, and then little did I know that that was going to be the entirety of my day was realizing that, no, uh, that actually happened. And what does that mean for us as a country? So uh, one of one of the things about that day that uh, not one, there's there's so many. And uh, me and TJ, TJ had just graduated. And if, if you don't know, me and TJ have been best friends for 400 years, We've been friends for a long time. Um but when I was a senior, he was a grade above me, and um, uh, we'd been friends still prior to that, you know, seniors, and uh, I think we met, and I was in fourth, you were in fifth. So we, we'd known each other a while, and, th and this is, by, by the way, before cell phones. I mean, we, I had an emergency one that I could play Snake on. Um, Good old but I remember, is. yeah, I remember, uh, I can remember almost every aspect of that day. Uh, I, I was on the yearbook staff cause I'm a nerd. And for whatever reason that morning, I wanted to get, get to school early. So I would go and I would eat my lunch or lunch shit breakfast with the band people. Cause I was, I was a nerd. I was hanging out with the band. I'd go hang out with the band, have my, uh, ham and cheese hot pocket for whatever reason. I, I, I got there early that day and, um, I, uh, I got done eating, and somebody may have not been there, but I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna go to to class." My first two periods were the same. I had yearbook staff for the first period, and second period was another class with Miss Bratton. We all remember Miss Bratton. I think okay. probably three of us had Miss Bratton. Okay, yep. um, love the lady, and um, 
and of course we all remember channel one news and uh i don't know yeah so i i was just like I, i'm not waiting for the bell to ring whatever reason i went i went into the class i pulled up things we're it's september 11th we, we haven't even started getting pictures and stuff really ready for the yearbook but it was all about templating and stuff like that and i was pulling up the program and messing around with it uh and before the bell rang which was at 805 miss bratton ran into the room and she was like we're under attack the united states is under attack there's a plane that crashed into the world trade center and being at the time i hadn't turned 18 yet i was still 17 i was like what's going on oh okay and i, I me being the teacher's path that i was i sat at the very front desk at the <laughs> you know right there right in front of the tv because i was the senior and the, the oh i know and i take that back first first period was not yearbook it was a, a computer programming where i was a teacher's aide second period was yearbook um so you had all these freshmen and sophomore coming in for first period. Anyways, I was in there right before them. I remember she turned the TV, we flipped it over to flipped it over to whatever channel we were on, <clears throat> and that was at that was right at eight o'clock. And I'm kind of watching the. I'm still working on my stuff, and I'm like, oh man, this is bad, you know. And everybody, nobody knew what was going on at this point. And one of the one of the most distinctive memories that I will take away from that. Well, there's two. But one of the most distinctive memories that I will take away from that day that will be seared into my mind <clears throat> is looking up and seeing United Flight 175 cl- crash into the world trying to see life. I didn't know what was going on, but I'll never forget that. And there's not a day that goes by every September 11th since then, 20 years from now, where I don't think about that image. And the first plane had already hit. And so we were like, what's going on? And when I watched the second plane hit live, I, it, it, you know, now I'm emotional about it, but as a 17 year old kid, I didn't know, you know, but, but instinctively I was like two planes, two buildings. And then five minutes later we heard, or maybe not five. I don't know. I, I can't remember the timeline exactly right now. I'm sorry. But then you heard about the Pentagon and we didn't hear about 93 until way later in the day. Um, but like we just sat there and just watching this. And of course, Whatever whatever network we could watch, I don't know if it's CNN, Fox, MSNBC, whatever whatever that channel was on, uh, they were reporting on it. This is before both towers came down, and uh, uh, they kept showing replays. And I don't know why they kept showing replays. And one of the one of the freshmen in the class, I won't say his name, but like it replayed 175 hitting the South Tower, and which I watched live. And this was like 30 minutes later and this kid in the class goes boom and i remember just getting so mad and i turned around in front of the entire class i said do you have any idea how many people just died right now and i'm sorry i'm emotional but this is like every year i remember this because it happened when i was <clears throat> when i was young and tj i don't know you're, you're probably not gonna cry like a little cry baby like i am but i know it hits you hard too because like the first thing me and tj are thinking of is like we're going to war so it's it look, looking back now, it was it was so uh, you go through the periods of the day like we're all in shock. And especially after I yelled at the guy, we went through first period, second period. We're still watching news. We go to third period. We're still watching news. Nobody did a damn thing that day. And then I think about I think it was about fifth period. I had to stay for lunch, which was great because I got more of the cardboard four by eight pizza stuff, <laughs> which I liked. And uh and then uh, I had to stay for fifth period, and I got to leave. But for whatever reason that day, I was like, eh, I just don't feel it. Um, I was in fifth period in class, and that's when our late principal, Jody Jenkins, came over the intercom and was like, hey, we're just going to let everybody go to the day. 
on our small little cell phones, uh, my mother calls me and she's like, hey, have you got gas yet? And this is the first time I heard about gas shortages. And I'm taking you through my day. And this is longer than two minutes, and I apologize. And that was my rule. Um, but I was like, uh, okay, I have, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm coming home. And uh, I remember if you're leaving the high school, you don't – if you're not from Ozark, you don't know what I'm about to say, but Mr. Cag and TJ will totally remember this. You pull up on Highway 64, right across the street is Pony Express, which is a gas station or convenience store. And there was a line, I remember, uh, back going towards the east and going towards the west, and it had to have been stretched to Pleasant Homes on one side and stretched all the way back to maybe the Schaefer's. Schaefer's funeral home on the other. And I just turn left going back to my house. And then as soon as I get home, TJ shows up. And he's like, we got to go get gas. I'm like, where? So we drove to like, what, where, where, where was it? Coal Hill? Because we almost. tried to stop almost Coal Hill. Yeah, it was a hard. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, but like from then and like the, the the lady, the lady friend that I was dating at the time, of course, we didn't text. But I remember that night going over uh, to her house and um, we just still you know, we were both kind of in awe, and I think TJ, you might you might have been over there too, because at this time everybody was like, "What the hell is going on? What's about to happen?" And uh, and the best part about all this is they were repaving Highway 64 in Ozark, so there was like construction. And all I wanted to do was go from one place to another because I was so emotionally uptight, and there was some damn asphalt guy in my way, and I just couldn't get to where I was going. But like everything about it to me. You know, that that was my first thought when it, everything happened. I was like, I'm about to get drafted. And and now looking back on this, like, you know, years later, and I've got a son now, I've got a family now. But like if I had my attitude now back when I had then, I was like, now back then I would have been like, fucking A, let's go. You know, my attitude wise. Now, I'm, you know, with a family, it's it's a little bit different. But like back then, like that was the most scariest thing for me. I was like, we've got an attack on our soil and there's about to be a bunch of people in camouflage going somewhere maybe so much to the point that they're going to need me or you or your brother and um which it, it never and that i know that sounds petty but it never like it never overshadowed the overshadowed the loss of life just from the feeling that morning of watching ua 175 live smash into that tower and then watching the tower falls i wa that's the other thing. I watched the towers fall live, both of them. When one came down, which I think the North Tower came down first because the the the, the crash was lower. And again, it's it's twenty years ago. I feel like I shouldn't know all this, but uh, when the North Tower came down, I just remember watching live, and I was like, I I just I mean, I got no words for it. I just was stunned, and I just I sat there and watched. And of course, and again, there were correspondents on the ground, especially for CNN. I think we were watching CNN. And if you know me, you know I don't knock CNN. Anyways, CNN um, was different twenty years ago than it yeah, is today. You damn right it was. Um, but like the the you guys, when you watch YouTube and you see the people running through the debris and the smoke and the clouds that fell, I watched that live. Like there wasn't a break. They were like, we watched this a few minutes later. Like, I watched those reporters run for their lives and those citizens and those police and those fire departments to escape this cloud coming at them at 130 miles an hour because a 110-story skyscraper just fell out of the sky. And after that happened, a few minutes later, the second one came down. And I got to watch it twice 
And uh, not that I have any PTSD from this, but like that's one of those things seared in my heart that I will never forget about this day and forget about uh, the sacrifices that happened after that and during that. Um, You know, it's just it's a day for me to be so thankful, but and not be humble but to realize, like, you know, in another life or another thing here, who's to say that I'm not in that building? Who's to say that I'm not, you know, and I don't I don't want to get graphic, but like there there were people that jumped that I watched on TV because they would rather jump to their death at 108 stories than be burned alive. And I'll never forget it. So uh, I know that was heavy hitting and I'm sorry, but that's 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 all Jared. That's all me. And. That's that was life 20 years ago. That was yep. life 20 years ago. There's I mean, you know, I have a poster on my wall. Um, it is inaugural regular season game at Invesco Field at Mile High, Denver Broncos versus New York Giants, September 10th, 2001. This is a Monday night football game. And I keep that poster not only because I'm a Broncos fan, but because it's also the day before the world changed. September 11th, woke up just like any other day. And uh, I was at Arkansas Valley Technical Institute. This was before it was bought out by Arkansas Tech. I was taking computer information systems, uh, learning how to work on computers, build them and program them and all that fun stuff that I absolutely hate doing today. <laughs> um, so I get to class. Like any other morning, get in, get to my computer, start unpacking my stuff, get ready, log in, all that fun stuff. And there's this guy that always showed up every morning, and he always told a joke. And he walks in, he goes, hey, did you hear about the plane that hit the World Trade Center Tower? And uh, I go, no, what about it? I thought it was a joke. I mean, he tells a joke every morning. He goes, no, a plane actually hit the World Trade Center Tower. It's all the information I had at that point. No more. So I was like, that's weird. So wait a little bit and a couple other guys come in and another guy comes in and goes, hey, did you hear about the planes that hit the World Trade Center? And uh, the guy that originally said it goes, yeah, I was just telling him about it. He goes, no, a second plane hit the second tower. And at that point, it was just like, that's really weird. But I didn't think anything of it. Just, you know, tried to go about my day. And then class starts, teacher starts teaching. And uh, this lady comes into the room and says, a third plane just hit the Pentagon. The United States is under attack. And like 20 years ago, I just got chills saying that out loud. Uh, Her professor, teacher, it's like we had this kind of like a lunchroom, kind of common area, had a big screen TV. So a bunch of us go in there and it's on TV and we're all just standing around watching. I never saw any of the planes hit live. Um, but I did see the towers fall. And at that point, uh, my teacher just turns and looks at us and goes, we're not having class today. Go home. And so I go home, turn it on CNN, start watching this. I get a phone call from my mom and she's like, you need to go get gas. She's like, how much gas do you have in your truck? I was like, I don't know. Quarter of a tank, not a whole lot. I had a 92 or 87 Nissan pickup. 
a quarter of a tank in 2001 would last you 35 damn years. I would I was good for a month before I needed to put gas in. So at this point, Jared, I don't remember. I know you said I went over to your house or I called you and said we need to go get gas. I don't remember. I think you came over to my house. I think I did. Yeah, I know. Yeah, about it. I think you came over to my house and we got in my truck and I saw the line going towards Pony. So I went towards um, Roadrunner because I think it was a Roadrunner that wasn't it? Yeah, that was still that was 2000, still 2001. So it was still Taco Bell Roadrunner, by the way. You could get Taco Bell and gas at three o'clock in the morning. But yeah, Taco no, Bell Roadrunner. Was no, it was total. It was total. It was total. Yeah, it was total. Yeah. Total. Was total. yeah. So we drive by. They have cars into the road lining up to get gas. So we go to the next station, uh, which is Hillbilly. Same thing. Cars just into the road, blocking traffic. So I keep going. See, I mean, on 64 Highway through Ozark, I went to, to, to Buffs Lakeside. They had cars. Buffs never has people getting gas. No. They had cars into the drive, into the into the road. So I was like, well, let's go to Mulberry. Circle M. And uh, that's where we went. We went to the uh, past the old Circle M, and it had cars backed up into the road. But the new Circle M, it did not have cars into the road. And there was about a line with like three or four cars and people filling up gas cans, like 20-gallon gas cans, people getting in there and filling them up. I just needed to get gas in my truck <laughs> because there was this whole fear of price gouging. Yep. Gas was going to go from being just over a dollar a gallon to being seven, eight, nine dollars a gallon. This whole fear. And yeah, um, I got gas in the truck and gas prices never went up. Stations were out because everyone filled up and filled up gas cans and everything. But uh, they never the, the prices never really went up. So but I mean, that's I mean, that was that was my day up until about noon. The rest of the day, I think we just sit around and watch the news because what else are you going to do? Yeah. You know, the world changed that day and it was all on live television. And I mean, you just you sit around, you watch it, you took it in. You know, I mean, the, the shots, images you were talking about, Jared, of everyone running through the streets after the towers collapsed. They're covered in in debris and and just horrified and just seeing their faces and everything that image is seared into your mind and uh you know that's just something that, you know we're gonna have to live with you know these generations now born after 2001 are just they're never really going to understand what that was like seeing this unfold and yeah you know as soon as you know we were talking about with the whole draft thing you know we just turned 18 yeah and when you turn 18, I, I wasn't 18 yet i was i was two months away from 18 but you still had to fill out I that draft to card. Death. Yeah, you damn right. You know, and when I turned 18, you know, I had to fill out that draft card. And as soon as I turned 18 in March of 2021 or 21, 2001, <laughs> 2001, 2001. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's, it's midnight. I'm tired. I know. Um, me too. But, you know, I, uh, I turned 18 then. And it's just immediately the thought was, I'm going to get called to duty. And have to be sent overseas to fight in a war. And not, you know, realizing now, 20 years later, that that would have never happened. 
because since the draft was last introduced, you know, and last used, like the military has really kind of grown kind of, in kind of numbers. Yeah. Grown in numbers compared to those days to where the draft, while it still may, you know, be needed at some point in 2001, it wasn't. And plus the amount of people that were signing up for the military after that happened. I mean, it's just it was amazing. As part of Rage You Nerds, those are some of our shared experiences. Those are the stories that we have from our day of remembering that. Um, For those of you that are either too young or you're someone who part of your remembrance of this time is going back and looking, not necessarily at raw footage, but looking at some of the conversations, some of the stories, uh, some of the hardships, some of the heartbreak, some of the loss of life uh, to help you with that remembrance. Uh, I have a list of things out there that I would encourage you to go see. Uh, So on Apple TV, 9-11 inside the president's war room. Uh, 9-11, One Day in America on Apple TV, Amazon Prime, or Hulu. Generation 9-11 on the PBS website. Uh, Revealed the hunt for bin Laden on Amazon Prime or Google Play. And then one that I am actually very interested in watching because I've heard a lot of both painful and very uh, beautiful uh, descriptions for how this documentary has portrayed just all of that moment. Uh, it's called Turning Point 9-11 and the War on Terror. It's on Netflix. It's a documentary series. Uh, I believe there's five episodes. And just as a as a precaution to all of this, it's a tough watch. Uh, the the I mean, just from the stories that you've heard from us, uh, the footage that was shown to a 14, 17, and 18-year-old at that time, it's hard to to, one, forget them, it's also very hard to watch them. So if you're someone uh, that remembers it, it's still hard to see it happen again. Uh, if you're someone that's brand new to all of this, if you're young, if you were born after the world changed for us, I would encourage you to, at your own ability, go back, see some of this information, whether it's reading about it, whether it's watching a documentary series, uh, but learn what what this country has went through, What learn what has kind of shaped a lot of us that that have been here since that point and just realize that this is something that we should never forget. This it's is history not, folks. This is something. And, and you know, like there's always a lot of points. I, I plan on forgetting the pandemic as soon as I can. Oh God willing. But, Ugh. but this is what definitely one of those things where for me, generally, you know, as, as you know, again, people that were young lives, but still at a precipice of getting older at that point, this is something that I do want to remember forever because this is something where people lost their lives, but there's so many other stories of heroicism that happened in that day. Yes, it's an entirely a tragedy, but there's so many stories of people that that were selfless, people that sacrificed an ultimate cost uh, to to help others. And there's just so much good in humanity that can be to be seen from some of these stories. To remember some of these stories, to remember the names of these heroes. Um, whether it was from the police force, the firemen, individuals within the towers, those on the flight that crashed that plane uh, into Pennsylvania to avoid any further damages uh, to more individuals of this country. Like, there's so many things that need to be remembered about this that should never be forgotten. So uh, can I say one more thing real course. quick? Uh, yes. two, well, two more things, two more things. So uh, Nicolas Cage, we're been, we've been doing brackets oh, about Nicolas Cage characters. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, but Nicolas Cage, one of his movies, it didn't make it to our list. I'm sorry if you're keeping up with our list. It's on YouTube and whatever we post on, like, comment, and subscribe. You'll know what we're talking about. Uh, first point. Second point. Um, you know, that's uh, 
that's one of the things that is so weird because like I feel like, you know, when my mom or my aunt or dad even talks about the Kennedy assassination, they they talk about it and you're like, oh, wow, you know, wow, that was. But like there are people, kids, my son, uh, your kids, Mr. Cack, and then uh, your uh, nephew and niece even though she probably didn't care. Uh, but like we, we got, we got, we got kids right now that like, which wasn't, ma- what, hang on. Was uh, your niece, was she not born on September 11th, 2002 ish? I'm not going to say her name. TJ. Yeah. September, I know her birthday is September 11th, but was it 2001? 2002. 2002. Okay. So year I graduated, I was thinking, did, did TJ's sister go into labor on that day? Because that would have sucked. Okay, so so full disclosure, I have about four or five family members who have a September 11th birthday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, anyways, the the point I was trying to make is like, you know, when you when you hear about Vietnam or you hear about, um, well, you look at, you know, you 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 look at rose colored glasses. You're like, oh my gosh, my parents lived through that. Holy crap, you know. And then you hear. September 11th and when kids was like, what happened September 11th? And you're like, it just, it, you feel your parent there for a second saying, what happened September? Don't you know? You, d- oh no, you don't know because you're only, I've got, I've got a coworker, um, very young. And, uh, it wasn't September 11th. We said something to her the other day. It was something about civics. <laughs> and she, she, she replied with something. I was like, you don't know that. Do they not teach that anymore in high school? <laughs> Anyways, um, but no, it's 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 a it's important for the three of us and anybody who watching who is watching this. Um, if you were born after us and didn't get to experience this, all they're gonna have is videos. The three of us are stories, and there's many people out there who are stories. The main thing for this to me is like you can watch a clip of this all day long, but the story. And you, you guys know me. I'm a story guy. I'm a story guy, and not just from a selling standpoint, but because it's an emotional driven, makes you totally entrenched or totally away. The story is everything. And I see a lot of these young kids that have never been told this story. And I'm looking at you right now, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, TikTok, blah, 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 whatever, social media, if you were alive when this happened, whether you were three years old or whether you were 35 years old, 65 years old, if there are little ones out there, it is your job to make sure they never forget, to make sure you tell them these stories, where you were that day, how you felt that day. Because there's a lot of people that don't, we don't talk about it. It's just a holiday now. It's like, oh, we remember the Twin Towers. It was to those of us that lived it and went through it, it was so much more than that. And it will always be so much more than that. And myself and TJ, hang on, TJ and CAC, even though TJ and I are the same age and had different experiences and CAC is younger than me, my brother, we have an obligation to anyone we come in contact with that is younger than us that does not know about this. And and this is not a political thing. This is a patriotism thing. This isn't a red-blue thing, Republican-Democrat thing. This is I love my country, and this is what happened on that day. Because I tell you what, I don't I don't care in those two towers that fell 
who, what God they worshiped, what party they affiliated with. I don't care about the kids or, well, I care about the kids. I don't care about like the daycare, you know, I, that's, it's meaningless and it's pointless. And this division, it's got to stop. And again, CAC, you'll, you know, we're not live. You cut it up later. I think both of you agree with me. But like, if, I remember afterwards we went to a movie in Fort Smith and like you see candlelight vigils on the road. I've never seen America so united. It's a, it's a shame that Damn twenty it, years after, yourself. twenty years after, and it's not that way anymore. I mean, <clears throat> it's twenty years ago. Nothing political affiliation race class gender none of that mattered you know the united states was the united states everyone was united <laughs> it's one of the last times we've seen it and i miss that i miss and i hate that it has to there's some tragedy that has to bring us all together because like even the three of us right here like we have different opinions on things but we can still come together it's like I just I hurt so much because like why can't the world do that without having to bring down two buildings you know anyways another topic for another time <laughs> I I could talk about this for days and I'll cry my stinking eyes out because I'm just so emotional about it and and a lot of that is because I I watched it happen and it the, the reason I can never forget <laughs> somebody put a picture on Facebook the other day. It's like a great, it's a guy gracefully falling out of the tower. You know, it's a, a picturesque kind of thing. Not even picture. Like I can't even say that, but it's like the, the photo is perfect. And it's just, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I watched that guy jump. It's, it's never going to, I can't, I will never, ever, ever get it out of my head. I don't want to because it's, it's it's the one thing it seems like at this point that makes me feel like, hey, maybe there's hope. Maybe there's hope for this country. The, the one time where we were united against a common goal. I don't know. It's just – anyways, I'm done talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get emotional sometimes when it comes to – when it comes to stuff like this where I can't – I can't. I can't explain it. It's just. It's. Like I, I'll play like with I, my court. I'm gonna play with my court here because I don't well, want to say. Hey, just because you're my older brother doesn't mean I can't impart wisdom that I give to my daughter. Amen, it, sir. It's okay to feel your feelings, Jared. All we ask is that if you've sat through all of this, we hope that you go out there and you do something. If listen, if it's not going to be remembering this day, then take advantage of what this day is about. There is so much that can happen that can snap your life out of existence so quickly. Uh, there are countless stories that come from this day uh, of people that will never be in someone's life again. Fathers lost, mothers lost, children lost, grandparents lost. So many uh, lives taken from families, from us, from this world, from existence that didn't need to be taken from us. So please... If you're not going to go and if you're just disassociated with this day because you're too young or because that's what helps you cope with all of this, still take advantage of what this day can provide you. And hopefully that's a time spent with loved ones and appreciating the life that you have right now um, because it can all be gone in a matter of seconds. So uh, thank you all so much for listening to us. We, we hope you have um, a good Saturday uh, as much as you can. But we hope that you remember, we remember, and we'll continue remembering um, for the rest of our lives. So this has been Rage You Nerds. Uh, all right, that's it. See you all later. Big.